BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, and welcome back to the What We Said podcast. podcast. I'm JC. And I'm Chelsea. Today is a bonus episode. We do these every last Friday of the month. It's an advice column episode where we're going to give you our best advice. And like I always say, we give the best advice in the whole world. So you're lucky put your seatbelts on and get ready for a real ride. <laughs> well, we were just talking about how we have zero life updates, unfortunately. So Sorry to say. We're sorry to say that. So maybe we'll just hop right into giving you guys advice. You're, you have problems and we're here to fix them. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll go first. Oh, wow. We're like, this is weird to me. This what? feels weird. That we're just getting into it? Jumping in so quick like that feels Well, we're making wrong. that one review very happy that was like, I am bored to tears when you guys talk about life updates. You know what I was going to do? I was thinking about doing this on stories. Putting two, <laughs> no, putting different. So this happens all the time with podcasts, my personal thing, any anything you do, this is just how it is because everyone's mm-hmm. different and they feel differently about things. They have opposite opinions. You'll get a DM that says like, I love when you guys, you know, we kind of talked about this. Like, yeah. I love when you guys give life updates. Like, honestly, I don't really like when you guys tell other people's stories. I just want to hear you talk about your life. And then the one below it will be, I am bored to tears when you yeah. guys talk about your own life. I just want to hear other people's stories. Exactly. And that's the case with every single subject. So I was like, it'd be funny to put those all next to each other and be like, this is why you can't like, you can obviously ask for yeah. feedback, but at the end of the day, you have to share what you want because exactly. everyone has a different opinion. Yes. But I mean, I like a mix of the life update and, yeah. the, and, and the episode. Same but thing with people would message us like, please do more story episodes. And as soon as we started doing more story episodes, like, guests. oh, come on. I hate the story. Like, I like the story ones, but we want more guests back. And it's like, we can never make anybody happy. So no, or not everybody happy. Not everybody. It's just such a whiner. I'm like, I can't make anyone happy. <laughs> no, you just have to do what you love. Yeah. And good things will follow. Exactly. Sorry to interrupt. You can go. Go ahead. It's okay. Okay. Hello, girls. Appreciate all of you and your dogs. I could use some... Okay. <laughs> your dogs. Okay. And she included a photo of her dog. It's oh, really cute. cute. I could use some advice on turning self-doubt into self-confidence. I have a job interview next week and I'm already incredibly nervous since they haven't worked in over a year. Any advice on how to switch these negative self-doubting thoughts into positive self-confidence would be so greatly appreciated. Hmm. On a side mm-hmm. note, I had a dream I took my dog to the dog park and I got to meet Lady Sophie and Moose. Your dogs are so cute. Stop. And then That's here's a picture so of my dog, Martin. Okay, <gasps> Martin. Bye, I love you. What a great dream. 
Any advice on how to switch these negative self-doubting thoughts into positive self-confidence would be greatly appreciated. I feel like there's no magic switch. Yeah. I was going to say, let me know when you find out. (laughs) You know what? I was talking to my sister yesterday and she was telling me about this neurologist guy who um, was saying, you don't always have to start actions or start things with a positive attitude. It's not always necessary. Like sometimes you're going to start things out of frustration or out of madness or out of anger or out of sadness. Like you can start in those places and just have the hope that you'll end up happier afterwards. So he's, he was basically saying like to expect that you're going to start everything with a positive attitude is just unrealistic. So it's okay to just be like, you know what, I'm going into this. I'm a little unsure of myself, but hopefully like as I take these steps and I'm, you know, I researched how to have a good interview and I'm going to ask these questions and I, you know, prepared my resume and I'm a little bit nervous, but that's okay to go into the thing a little bit nervous, a Mm -hmm. little unsure. And then I'll, you know, hopefully become more self-confident on the way. Yeah. I always think it is a good idea. We've talked about this before to kind of question your thoughts as well and like really dig deep and be like, why do I feel not confident in this? And a lot of like my insecurity I know comes from comparison, like comparison in any capacity, like to what I think I should be, to what I think I used to be, to what I think someone else is. Like that's when I start doubting myself is like, oh, well, this person can do this so much better or I used to be good at that, but now I feel like I'm not. And kind of when you let all of that go, I'm not saying it's easy to just let it all go, but when you really dig deep and be like, okay, why do I feel like I am not super confident? Mm-hmm. Okay, and maybe it's because of A, B, and C. Well, are, is that true about me or is that kind of just something I'm, you I've know, always told myself. I've always told myself or I'm making up because I'm nervous? Like, and then it kind of starts, that helps me feel better because I will just have these like overwhelming senses of like, oh, I'm a failure because of this. And then I really start to think about it. I'm like, I, am I really a failure? No, I have so many things going for me that I absolutely love. And, you know, the reason I feel that way is because I'm comparing myself to this person. When you can really get yeah. down to it, I think you'll realize like you're not a failure. Also, everyone feels nervous. Everyone feels incapable of things. So that's totally normal to yeah. feel that way. And like you said, it's fine to be nervous. I think that's just a human emotion. We don't always need to be perfectly happy and confident. But when you start to question things and bring awareness yeah, to bring those awareness, negative thoughts, get a little deeper with it, I think you'll realize that you have a lot going for you and maybe that'll bring you some confidence. Exactly. For your interview. Amen. Wishing you the best of luck though. I have faith in you. Okay. So this guy DM'd me and asked me on a date. I usually don't message back or go on dates with randoms, but he was a good looking guy. So I went. The date was super fun and we definitely clicked together. But here's the kicker. He is 32 and I'm 19. Awesome. Okay. That's what she says, not me. Um, I'm so bummed because that is a huge age gap. But Also, who cares, right? If you really like someone, then it doesn't matter. I need your advice if I should continue going on dates with this guy or send him back to the streets. (laughs) I'm screwed. The only reason that this is like... Oh, big age. If you were 29 and he was 42, it wouldn't be as crazy. It'd be like, oh, he's definitely older. Like he's into right. maybe into different things than I am because we're literally from it's two hard different when generations. It's hard like just when you're like 18 or 19. Yeah. That's when it gets a little like fishy. Not yeah. fishy, but just kind of like, okay, it's you're still really young. Yeah. How big of an age gap is that? 10 years, like 12, 12 years. years. Yeah. It's so hard for me to talk about these things because um, I have no- years when we can't do math. Really? Oh, yeah. It's so hard for me to give advice for these things because I've never dated anyone older than me. Like by I dated that. a guy who was 30 when I was 19 for a little bit. Sorry? For like two seconds. I'll say, 
I, it wasn't who? very long. It who? Wasn't very long. <laughs> You've never been shy to say names before. Yeah, Where's say, the don't name? Don't ask me who because you know I was about to say his Where's the full, name? His full name and Instagram handle. I honestly don't even remember his last name, but it wasn't very long or serious. But it was. It and was you such hit a him from me, apparently. No, I just don't think that we were like. It was in Utah, so I. I don't think it was. It wasn't a, a relationship that when you're I married. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, no. When I, I was in college, I thought you meant when you're like it was a secret affair. Yeah. No, no, no. It was very short lived. It was nothing to literally nothing to write home about. Oh, but bad. I went on a couple dates with him and we hung out for a while. But he, it was just a strange dynamic because I feel like even though we were compatible with like our personalities we were into different things and he wouldn't get some of the things that I said. And I wouldn't get some of the things that he said because it was like, we were from two different times. Like totally. And then it was also this weird thing of like, why do you like me? Cause I'm 19. Like you're 30. Like, shouldn't you like like 30 year old women? And I'm 19. Like, I feel like I'm just got out of high school. So it was kind of this weird, obviously it didn't work out, but not to say that it can't work out. I have friends who have married someone who's, you know, 10 years older than them, but it's so hard. That's what every situation is so unique because do I think there are some guys out there who are a little, maybe like verging on creepy? Like, yeah. Is it legal? Who, yes. Yeah. Should you be a little weary? Yes. Totally. But it's like, can it work out? And could it be potential that he's actually a great guy and you guys just yeah are in love? And you know what I mean? My suggestion sure. would be take it slow. Totally. Wait, I wait agree. till you're a little bit older to like make any final decisions. I don't think you need to send him to the streets, as you said. Yeah. I think you can. <laughs> I think you can go on a few more dates and catch a vibe, but I would be careful. Yeah. Just because you don't, you just need to know him better and know his intentions. Mm-hmm. But, and also look, does he date a lot of younger girls? Mm-hmm. That can be a pattern. Yeah. <clears throat> if it's just Scott like Disick. you. Exactly. If they just keep getting younger and younger, something. I also fishy. hated his answer on the Kardashian reunion. I don't remember. I didn't watch it. Um, they or Andy asked him like, "Why all the young girls?" Because that's like a very yes. it's a thing. It's like he's dated at this point what two or three of them that yeah. are really young, like way 19. younger than him. Yeah, literally and he's nineteen, like thirty five, maybe close to forty, maybe yeah. even forty. No, he's yeah. And his answer was literally, "He's like they can't stay away. <laughs> like all the young girls just want me." I'm like, dude, that's a horrible answer. That like means that, that you not attract like immature Pete not immature but like younger I don't know yeah it's like do you think that's a flex flex I'm confused yeah I'm looking up his age really fast because I'm actually really curious I looked at it recently 38 wow so that's even yeah she's literally 19 than, yeah crazy that's wild we have talked about glow recipe a few times on the podcast you guys need to check them out if you like skincare and if you like aesthetic beautiful skincare that also works I love 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 this brand been using a few of their different products, their serum and moisturizer lately, and I love it. And it's also adorable. So Glow Recipe is a clean, fruit-forward, Korean beauty-inspired skincare brand. Their vegan and cruelty-free formulas pair antioxidant-rich fruit extracts with clinically proven actives for glowing skin. They put a spotlight on real skin by not retouching their images, which I absolutely love. They're normalizing everyday skin concerns and setting realistic skin expectations. So you might have seen the Glow Recipe all over TikTok as well. Some of their products have gone viral and for a reason. Their Plum Plump Hyaluronic Serum is your hydrating, plumping, holy grail serum. This is the serum that I was talking about that I've been using lately before moisturizer. It has a juicy antioxidant-rich plum and five molecular weights of hyaluronic acid that fill each skin layer with hydration for visibly plumper skin. 
I love a good serum. I absolutely love hyaluronic acid. I think it's so effective and this serum is really cute and it works. So you just use one to two pumps of it after cleansing and before your moisturizer for some bouncy, hydrated skin. Plus, all Glow Recipe products will arrive in eco-conscious packaging. Glow Recipe creates products that are good for your skin and gentle on the planet, which we love to see. Their glass jars are 100% recyclable and made of 20% post-consumer recycled materials. They also partner with TerraCycle on a recycling program, so every piece of their packaging will be recycled and reimagined. They're also partnering with Climate Neutral to become carbon neutral in 2022. So get 15% off Glow Recipe with code WW us glow at glowrecipe.com. That is 15% off glow recipe with code WWS glow at glowrecipe.com. And that'll be linked in the show notes as well for you guys. Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? I know it is so hard to stay positive and keep, you know, grinding and getting to your goals when you are feeling depressed, anxious, or there's anything going on in your personal life. I have definitely experienced this. So we're very excited about our sponsor, BetterHelp. They're one of our favorites. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You connect in a safe and private online environment. It's super convenient and you can start communicating in under 48 hours, which is really amazing. It is not a crisis line and it's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. You can send a message to your counselor anytime. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. And this is all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. So BetterHelp is also committed to facilitating great matches. So they make it easy and free to change counselors if you need, which I feel like is very important. It's actually more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is also available. The service is available for clients worldwide. Find the particular expertise you need online and don't limit yourself to the counselors located near you. The licensed professional counselors are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, and more. Anything you share is absolutely confidential, very convenient, professional, affordable. You guys can check out the testimonials on their site. And so many people have actually been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So we want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you will get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash what we said. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. And again, that is betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash what we said. Okay, I just started listening to your podcast and I'm obsessed. It's my go-to for long drives or when I'm on the treadmill. Careful on those treadmills yeah. during the last episode. Careful, sis. I need your advice though. I'm 19 and honestly, I'm really struggling with my love life. I didn't date at all really in high school. It wasn't on my mind and I was really focused on school. It was fine then because most of my friends didn't date either, except now I'm in college and it feels like everyone around me has a significant other or is hooking up. When I first moved out, I went on a handful of Tinder dates, but nothing led to anything more really. I haven't gone very far at all with guys and I'm starting to feel super self-conscious about it. I keep trying to remind myself that everyone moves at their own speed and it's just tough because now I'm starting to feel really behind and like it's never gonna happen for me. I keep getting more in my head about it, which only adds more pressure, especially because I actually do want to be in a relationship as much as I tell others I don't. Well, girly, if you want to be in a relationship, don't tell other people that you don't want yeah. to be in a relationship. Because like, as much as I pretend the opposite. As much as I yeah. tell my dates I don't want to be in a relationship. Just kidding. Please, please let me know how I can take some of the pressure off and any tips you have for finding someone you can trust and feel comfortable with. So much love to you both and keep up the amazing work. Well, first of all, you're so young, like with as feelings far as behind. Like, yeah, yeah, like finding a partner. Yeah, I, I understand if it's like, you know, you haven't had your first kiss yet. It's like we were saying, like, you just want to get going on it. Yeah. But with things like further than kissing, it's like, that gets messy anyways. Well, 
here's what I was going to say. I don't know if you listened to this episode, but I was listening to the morning toast. They had a kind of a similar writing. It was just about a girl who was like a virgin. She was in her mid twenties or something. And she was, that sounds kind of just familiar. saying like, she was so embarrassed by it and being like, I just want to like literally hook up with someone random at this point just so I can like get it over with. Yeah. And they were saying something that I really liked and I totally agree with. It's like, I don't know why in today's society we have to act like if you don't, if you're inexperienced sexually or you haven't kissed that many guys, it's a bad thing. Yeah. Or like there's something wrong with you. It's not a bad thing at all. It is truly not. It's not. It's it's not embarrassing. It's not a big deal. It's like, I'm... I don't want to invalidate your feelings by saying that, but I just want to tell you, like, I don't think that should be seen as something that's embarrassing. And if any guy thinks that it is, it's like, he is not the right guy for you. Exactly. any, you know, guy that you want to be with is going to respect you. And if you tell him like, oh, I haven't, you know, kissed that many guys or I haven't, did she say she's kissed someone before? Yeah. She just hasn't gone very far with guys, she said. So if you're like, I'm just not super experienced, it's like any respectable man is going to be like, that's totally fine. Like, I want to go at a pace that's comfortable for you. Like, he's not going to be like, ew, you're inexperienced. I need someone else. It's like, then goodbye. I do not want to be with you. Also, it's like we, I think we said this in in another advice episode, but some of these things, especially when you're in love with someone, they're, it's instincts. It's like, it comes a little bit more naturally than you would think it would need to be. So yes, maybe like, even when you first get married, it's like, you have so much time to work on things and get better at certain things per se, but it's not like you're going to just have no idea what to do or what you like or what someone else would like. You know what I mean? It's like very instinctual. So don't feel like you're going to be like feeling like an idiot. Like once you finally get there, like you don't need to, what I mean is you don't need to try and practice with other people before you get to the person who just to get it over with. It's like, totally just wait for the person and it'll be great and exciting still and fun and beautiful and meaningful. Yeah. I totally agree. So don't stress too much. You're also, you are young. And and I hate, I shouldn't even say that because I really hate when people, it feels invalidating because I, I feel that way even when I'm like trying for a baby. People are like, yeah. you're, you're young, you're young. You got time. You're kind of like, okay, well, I'm still annoyed by this. So yeah. um, I don't want to invalidate that. But you do have, you know, time to definitely like find someone, yeah. you know, that you're going to click with. But I, I know what you mean. Like when everyone around you, especially if everyone exactly. around you is like hooking up or they have boyfriends, you're kind of like, cool. It just comes back to the comparison thing because mm-hmm. if all of your friends didn't have boyfriends, you'd probably love that you guys were all single and- Exactly. You, know, you wouldn't care. Fun. So your turn. Hi, ladies. You are amazing queens and brighten up my life. Thank you for all that you do. Oh, amazing queens. (laughs) My advice involves in-laws. Yikes. When we were dating and engaged, my husband's parents, mostly his scary mother, were pretty clear that they only wanted their son to marry someone that fit in a very specific mold. Love that. Great. Um, Specifically, someone who will only homeschool, be a stay-at-home mom, not work outside the home, and most importantly, let my husband's mom make every single life decision and look to her as the leader of our marriage and life. Is that for real? Like, that's from her mouth? Uh, I'm shook beyond measure. I don't know. Um, My husband and I tried everything to love and respect them well, but also stay firm to our values and boundaries. Long story short, they tried to sabotage our wedding and marriage and told my husband... 
they will disown him if he marries me. We've now what? been married for five years and they haven't spoken to us since the wedding, except for a few birthday and holiday texts. So the advice I need is what's next? I don't want my husband to be alienated from his family forever, but I also know they are truly poisonous people and only love you if you bend 100% to their will. Is it worth it to pursue a healed relationship or is it better to wait in the hopes that they'll change? Thank you for the advice, ladies. You are the very best. Well, Excellent. you kind of just gave the best advice to yourself. It's like, you can do both of those things where you don't have to wait for them to change, but you still can make an effort from your side where it's like, in order for me to feel better and to feel more complete, like, hey, you know, talking to them, letting them know, like, we've kind of felt like your love has been a little bit conditional because, you know, we don't live the same way that you would like us to, but we just want you to know we do love you. Like, you're our parents and, you know, we want the best for you. We do hope that we can have a relationship, but like it's it's in the balls in your court now. Yeah, I was gonna say kind of give the ball to them. Yeah, and then at that point, it's like you can let go at that point and then it's up to them and there's nothing else you can do and then you can confidently know there's nothing else you could do. Family situations like this are heinous. So heinous and so hard. Like the homeschooling thing is really kind of just- It's too, too far. Much. It's just not their choice. Like I just don't- I don't understand when it's like parents have this very specific, like to that extent, very yeah. specific way that they want you to now raise your kids. Like I always go back to thinking maybe they grew up like that. And so maybe that is normal for them. But like, would they be okay with their parents exactly. doing that? Like I always just think about that when certain in-laws are like, you have to do this. I'm the leader of your marriage. It's like, okay, do you feel that way about your mother-in-law? Like yeah. you would be down with that because- I highly doubt you'd be, want that. So no. why are you doing that to me? Like, I'm not saying my mother-in-law does that. She's an angel, but you know what I'm saying? It's just like the specific expectations like that. But I was going to say, it's also hard, like from a family standpoint, if someone gets married and you are like, eh, 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 to the person they're marrying, yeah. but I'm not saying that that's the case here because it sounds like they're But there are always crazy. two sides to every story. Yes, but there are two sides to every story. And sometimes it's hard when like you're watching someone marry someone else that from the outside, you're just like, I don't think this is like, Right. A good match or right. Like, this doesn't feel good. So, again, I'm not saying they feel that way about you, but it's like, it's just hard. Like, yeah. from every perspective, these things. I know. It's, it gets complicated. It gets mm -hmm. sticky, unfortunately. But I do think a lot of people deal with this. And we did a, like, in-law horror stories, and we should probably do more because yeah. there's so many. Seems to be a lot. I think this is a common thread between sons and mothers who are, if they're kind of like a mommy's boy mm -hmm. and they have been their whole life that seems to be a common thing is that the mom cannot let go of control over their yeah. son and almost treat it like they're in a relationship with the son mm -hmm. they can't let go and just let them live their life yeah how they want to because you're filling that void for your mom and your mom is like i cannot let you go because what would i have if not you yeah it's, it's not control over you yeah it's not it's kind of scary honestly it is scary but, Hi. oh, did you, oh, did sorry. we give her advice? Yeah, you gave her advice. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Hi, Chelsea, JC, Beth, husbands and pups. The whole crew. The whole crew and you spelled my name wrong. I am a longtime listener and a huge fan. I need your help. My boyfriend and I moved in together and despite some initial adjustments, he's messy and I'm a neat freak. Things have been going well. There's one major issue that's developed. Basically, he works from home now and I have three jobs. Oh, wow, sis. girl. And when I get home at the end of my days, it seems like he has just been playing video games the whole time that I'm gone. I come home multiple times a day between gigs and all he ever seems to be doing is gaming. This has given me the ick. 
Yikes. I feel that. Like it's ruining our love life if you know what I mean. I'm, I am not attracted to his laziness and I don't know how to confront it without seeming like a jerk. He's doing his work and making money. So on paper, it seems fine. But to me, it's just gross. Help. Okay, that this is interesting because it is like, it's more of the principle of it because it's not even about the money. It's like he, like she just said, he makes money on paper. It's fine. He's pulling his weight, but it's the principle behind like you're not working all day. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like wait, wait, sorry. Did I miss it? What's his job? Or he has um, a job, but then on his off time, he plays video games? Yeah, he works from home now and I have three jobs. When I get okay. home, it seems like he, whatever. So she's saying he's doing his work and he makes money. So on paper, it seems fine. But okay. to me, it's just gross. Hmm. It's hard. This is hard because if he didn't have a job and he was just playing video games all day, 100%, I could understand why you're just like, goodbye. This is yeah. so annoying. And I'm not attracted to how lazy you are while I'm like working my butt off. Yes. I completely understand. Is it just inopportune weird times where you're coming home and he happened that happens to be his free time? Or is he like playing way it too sounds, many video games? It sounds like she's saying when I come home at night, like he's just right. always gaming. I'm just saying like, is it like he's working all day and then he only plays for two hours, oh, but it yeah. happens to be right when you get home. So to you, you're just like, you play video games all day. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You're annoying. Yeah, I don't know. And maybe because the contrast of her working three jobs, she's like, I'm killing myself and you, yeah. I come home and like, you're just you're playing just video chilling. games. Yeah. Um, this is hard because it's like, what advice can we give you? Because we're not going to change your husband. We can't. And neither can you, unfortunately. Is this boyfriend or husband? Because also that makes a difference to me. Oh, I my boyfriend and I moved in together. Okay. Yeah. Boyfriend. Have you said anything is my first question. Like, have you had any kind of talk? Because I think it is hard to, this is a hard to subject be to in, the switch, uh, in the switched roles almost that, that uh, conventionally it's, the guy is working all day and the woman's doing something. And then sometimes the guy has a problem if the woman is not doing the housework or something. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, totally. that's what it conventionally was. And so if you were married to someone and they were working, you were doing the housework and you, they came home and you were chilling, watching TV. Personally, if my husband came home and I was like, I had done work, but then I was chilling and he was like, you're being lazy. I'd be like, don't talk to me like that. Like I can chill if I want to. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's so, it's just such a hard thing to address. The only thing that you really can do is address it though, is like tell him how you feel about it. You don't have to be mean about it. It's mm -hmm. like, you don't have to be a jerk about it. You can just be like, hey, I, sometimes I feel a little bit, like I'm just being honest about how I feel. I have to get this out. It's, it, it seems unfair to me when I'm working and I'm killing myself and I'm having like three jobs and I come home and I see that you're gaming and it just something about it turns me off a little bit because I just feel like maybe you could be like working harder. And I know that's probably my issue as well. Like come with your walls down yes, as well. Yes, yes. Totally. I think there needs to be a conversation about it yeah. for sure. But you don't have to come in and be like, you're a lazy piece of shiz. And exactly. You, you give always got to come. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You always got to come from an angle of recognizing where you fall short as well. Mm -hmm. Not just blaming everything on him. And see how he feels about it. Mm -hmm. Because maybe he's like, I'm totally okay with this and I feel great. This is how I relax. And then you can understand why he does yeah. it. Yeah. And he could tell you all the stuff that he does. Like, you know, maybe he's like, I do a ton of work, you know, when yeah. you're whatever. And you're just like, oh, now I get the whole picture. And exactly. That's fine. And But I do think video games seem to be like a common issue for a lot of yeah. like girls, I feel like, with their husbands, if they're just constantly gaming. And... I don't know. I feel like it's hard because for a lot of guys, I do think that is their fun thing that they do when they relax. But then if they're just like addicted to it or if they do it 24-7, I think it can get extremely exactly. annoying. And that's the case with anything. Like, yeah. It's like how a lot of girls are with their phones. Totally. That's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. Like, I feel like 
I am on my phone way too much or, yeah. you know, some girls with like reality TV, like maybe your boyfriend or husband's like, okay, you're just doing that way too much. But yeah. that's just the way you de-stress. Exactly. Yeah. Have a conversation for sure. I don't know how familiar you guys are with CBD products. I've personally used CBD to help me sleep and it has definitely helped me a lot. I feel like there's a lot of misconceptions around CBD, but once you start, you know, researching, getting into it, you can see how many benefits it can have for you and your body, your health and everything. So CBD has become extremely popular in the past year, making it more and more difficult to navigate and choose the right company and product. That's where Ned comes in. They produce the highest quality full spectrum CBD extracted from organically grown hemp plants, all sourced from an independent farm in Paonia, Colorado. Ned is a wellness brand offering science-backed and nature-based solutions that offer an alternative to prescription and over-the-counter drugs. Ned does not cut corners nor spare expense when it comes to CBD production. They have gentle and slow extraction using only the hemp flowers known as buds. They also have zero isolates or synthetic ingredients in their CBD products and full transparency. So they share third-party lab reports, who farms their products, their extraction process, all right there on their website. So their Ned Full Spectrum Hemp Oil only contains two ingredients, and that is Full Spectrum Hemp Extract and Non-GMO Organic MCT Oil, and that is it. They also have a body butter, a lip balm, and natural cycles line. So here are some of the benefits of cannabinoids for the body. Some of the best known uses are as a sleep aid, also used to treat insomnia, which I was talking about earlier, as an anti-inflammatory, as a natural pain reliever, to treat anxiety and PTSD, to treat depression, um, just as a rich source of antioxidants, and treatment of serious chronic conditions such as epilepsy, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, and more. So if you think you could use some CBD products in your life for any of those reasons, we highly, highly recommend. If you want to check out Ned and their CBD for yourself, we have a special offer for the What We Said audience. Go to www.helloned.com slash what we said or enter what we said at checkout for 15% off your first one-time order or 20% off your first subscription order plus free shipping. That is H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash what we said to get 15% off your first one-time order or 20% off your first subscription order plus free shipping. Thank you, Ned. And a clarification, subscription orders are already discounted 15% off the one-time purchase. So your discount code will add 5% for a total of 20% off the subscription. The summer is showing welcoming signs of a more normal life ahead. Finally, you can get back to enjoying life's little pleasures, you know, smiling at your neighbor, maybe going to see a movie and going to the post office. Absolutely not. That's where our sponsor stamps.com comes in. So stamps.com brings the same US postal and UPS shipping services right to your computer. They make it easy for small businesses to mail and ship without needing to take a trip to the post office. Print official US postage and shipping labels 24-7 without having to leave your desk or buy any fancy equipment. All you need is your computer and a standard printer. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. It is that simple. Things like this are so nice and so convenient. We know this firsthand after creating some products, Chelsea and I, and having to ship tons of stuff, but still being a small business. So running it all out of our house. This is very, very convenient. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving nearly 1 million small business owners like you time and money. They offer deals you cannot get anywhere else, like up to 40% off USPS and up to 66% off UPS shipping rates. And with their switch and save feature, you can quickly compare carriers to find the best rates every time. So stop wasting time going to the post office and just go to stamps.com instead. There is no risk with our promo code, what we said 
said, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in what we said. That's stamps.com, promo code what we said. Stamps.com, never go to the post office again. Thank us later. Okay, Tuesdays used to be my least favorite day of the week, and now they're my favorite, so thank you for turning that around for me. My husband and I have been married for six years. I'm 27, and he'll be 30 next February. I used to be unsure if I wanted kids, but now I definitely know I want to have kids and have been hoping, oh, having baby fever for the past six months. However, I cannot get him to have a conversation with me about it. I know he wants kids in the future, but he just shuts it down whenever I try to bring it up. He's a doctor currently in his third year of residency, so I get that he's busy and has higher priorities right now, but it's still frustrating. So basically, I decided to go off the birth control pill last month, which he was fine with. I asked him if he wanted to use a different kind of protection, and he said, no, whatever happens, happens. So I took that as a sign and thought this is probably the best I'll get from him. Even though we're not quote-unquote trying, I decided it would be smart to have a bulk of cheap pregnancy tests laying around now that I'm off the pill. When I went to check out on the website, I saw ovulation tests on the side of the screen and thought, hmm, why not? And added them to my cart. Basically, when the package arrived, he opened the package and semi-freaked out. I was at work and he texted me, what's with the baby fever? Like, I've never tried to talk to him about this. In fact, I even told him I bought pregnancy tests literally a few days prior. Any advice on what to do when you and your spouse are not on the same page about something this big? Thank you, ladies. He's giving you a little bit of mixed signals, but also at the same time, there actually is a big difference between whatever happens, happens, and let's buy ovulation tests. Because it's like, that's actively trying. Right. He probably just got freaked out. Like, he's probably just a little bit like, Maybe he was open to the idea at first. Like, okay, whatever happens, happens. If it's meant to be, it'll be. Then he sees you kind of like almost maybe in his mind taking advantage of the fact that he like let up a little bit. Right. And, and being so like, he's like, I'm going to do ovulation tests, pregnancy tests. He's probably like, okay, whoa, like now I'm stressed. Like you didn't listen to me when I said, you know, whatever maybe. happens, happens. And yeah. like you said, if he's super stressed about work, it could not even be about the baby thing. It could just be that he's stressed and he's like not another thing. So yeah, I think again, it just has to be communication and talking about it. And you have to come with, again, your walls down and also telling him how you feel and why you want to get started now and why you want a baby in the first place and putting things into perspective, I feel like is always good also because with a kid, it's like, you know, I'm not trying to say like, you can trick him or like, you can tell him this, but it's like, if you let him know, hey, well, I really want to have kids and the older I get, like, you know, uh, fertility goes down with age. So I would love to start trying right now because if it takes us, like it can take, you know, up to a year, sometimes longer. And, you know, then I'll be pregnant for an additional nine months. So it could be, if we start trying right now, it it could be a year two years. You know, it will be at least pretty much probably a year before we even have a kid. Exactly. So sometimes if you kind of like lay out the timeline and also say like, I just really want to be a mom. I really want to have a family. They're married, right? Or are they just dating? their husband. Okay. Wait, let me check. Yes, they've been married for six years. Okay. So I think just being open about that. And I think that is really hard if he's still just like, no, like I'm not down. Like that's that's really hard because that is a massive thing in your life that is you would love to obviously be on the same page about. But you could also compromise and maybe you can say like, okay, can we actively start trying in like six more months or like, yeah, well, just not try, but not, not try. Yeah. Yeah. For a little bit and see what happens. And then if maybe in a couple months, like we decide and we're used to the idea. I I think like if he has a lot on his mind and he is like, I'm guessing if it's his third year of residency from all the shows that I've watched 
seems like it's a very hectic time and you're like gone all the time. So maybe in his mind, he doesn't have time to like worry about a baby. He's like, oh my gosh, I'm so stressed already. I already have so much on my mind. That's like the last thing that I'm thinking about right now. But for you, maybe you do have more time and you're like, hey, I'm ready to take care of this kid and just have that conversation about it. Like, hey, I'm the one that's going to be pregnant. I'm the one that's going to like, you know, put a lot more effort while you're in your busier years of residency. And like in marriage, you always are kind of picking up where the other person is lacking and it just goes back and forth and that's what marriage is. So it's like, hey, I'm here to help out and I'm here to like, I really want this and I know that you're you want this as well. And I think maybe you're just stressed. If that is that the case, talk just talk to him about it. Definitely. Hello, my gorgeous virtual BFFs. I am in need of some advice. My husband and I have one son. He's just over one. I'm an elementary school teacher, so I have summers off. Since I have summers off, I'm like a stay-at-home mom during the summer. I absolutely love being a stay-at-home mom and wife, and it certainly is not easy. I do all of the grocery shopping, cooking, cleaning, laundry, etc. My husband will help with the occasional pickup or load of laundry. He's been making comments like, I don't do anything and just sit at the pool all day. Okay, so he's saying like... He's sh- saying that about you? Yeah, okay. and just sit at the pool all day. I obviously know that's not the case, and he should too, but I would appreciate a little recognition. I've brought it up to him a couple of times, and he just kind of jokes about it, which actually irritates me even more. Do I just stop doing everything for like a week? LOL, any advice would be much appreciated. Love you girls so much. Okay, you know what? This is a this is a, a bigger problem that we need to address right now here on the What We Said podcast is that sometimes, and I have done this as well. So it's not just guys, but I am generalizing right now. Husbands, boyfriends, they will maybe do a chore once or twice, but they don't see that you've done it. They don't, it's like that meme where it's like, oh, well, I just put things on the coffee table and, and like, it just disappears. And that you're like, no, I clean up after you. You just don't totally. see it. And so they think if they do the, the dishes one time a week, they're like, I do the dishes. You're like, I do it the six other days, but you just don't notice or see. So you think they almost can't help but not understand. So it's not, so true. Even when we had our, we had the husbands on and yeah. Leif was saying like, yeah, I do like 90%. He said he does 90% of the housework. And I'm like, yeah. sir, and then I was saying, I'm like, I am constantly tidying up. Like, I yeah. don't do the huge things. Like, he mostly does do dishes and laundry and stuff. But I am, like, constantly picking up his stuff. Yeah. And if I didn't do it, it's like, it would be so much more messy yeah. around. But yeah, it's like you said, they don't notice. And vice versa. It's exactly. like, I don't realize all the things that he does that make my life a lot easier, probably. 100%. I think everyone just needs acknowledgement. Like, I don't know if your husband, if that's a conversation you can have, but... I feel like just telling him like, it kind of hurts my feelings when you act like I don't do anything because I actually try and do a lot and here are all the things I do. Like I take care yeah. of our child. I cook, I clean, I whatever. And I that's go grocery what, shopping multiple times a week. Yeah. I make these dinners. Like, like I actually do a lot. Yeah. Like I'm actually feel like I'm busy and I'm whatever. And then so when you act like I don't do anything it actually hurts my feelings. I would appreciate more acknowledgement in that area. I don't know. Yeah, I feel that's like that our, would be that's our mature advice. The petty advice would be schedule yourself to go on vacation <laughs> with your girlfriends for like three, four days. You know, and that's a long time to be away from your kids, I'm sure. But you know, do something where you're gone for a little bit, and then see how he has to handle. He it all. will appreciate you. He'll be like, "Oh my gosh!" Because even when Nick goes out of town, or if I go out of town, like we'll text each other and be like, "Oh my gosh!" Like <laughs> you do so much for me. Like yes. I, I am. I appreciate you so much because I'm realizing like now that you're gone all these things that haven't been getting done because you usually do it. I feel the same way about life when he leaves town and like the trash starts to get 
full and I'm like, I have to take this out. Yeah. I realize all the things, the little things he does. All right. I have been waiting for your next advice column to get some clarification on a topic that you guys talk a lot about in the podcast. Something that comes up a lot is the concept of expectations in relationships and in life in general. And you guys talk a lot about how it can really ruin things if you have set expectations. I just want to know where you guys think the line is between the expectations that should be expected, like not cheating, being faithful, stuff like that, and smaller things like unloading the dishwasher, amazing communication, et cetera. Is it et cetera or et cetera? No clue. Me neither. I always say et cetera, but then I think maybe that's not right. Whatever. I'm just confused on which expectations I should hold without having none at all. Hopefully this makes sense. I love you guys and thank you for making my long drives so enjoyable and keep being great. So the thing that we talk about with expectations is not even necessarily the expectation itself, but it's the emotional attachment that you have with that expectation that causes so much disappointment and self-judgment and negativity. There's a difference between like expectations and standards that you have for yourselves and values that you have that you are 100% able to have. Like, okay. You should have. Yeah, Yeah. it's an expectation. Yeah, exactly. You won't cheat on me that we're, that you will be respectful to me. You know what I mean? Those are more standards. The expectation that we talk about is it's almost impossible not to have any, not for your brain to like make up expectations. But what we really mean by that when we say it is the emotional attachment you have to the outcome. So it's like, if, if someone does disrespect you and you had that expectation, it doesn't mean that you're not worthy of respect. It doesn't mean that, you know, your whole life needs to be derailed because of that attachment that you have that someone needs to respect you. It's more of the, you can have that standard regardless. Does that make sense? It's just not the um, reaction well, well, to when it happens. Yeah. I think the expectation thing, like even like you said, unloading the dishwasher or doing those things, to me, that can even still be an expectation as long as it's communicated. Like, yeah. I feel like I definitely do have expectations of life because they've been set out by our relationship. It's like he agrees to do something. So yeah. I do kind of expect him to do it. And same with me. It's like I say I'll do something, then yeah, I think he does expect me to do it. But I think what we speak on more is the expectations of your life's path and your life journey, like the timeline of things. I think those are huge expectations that aren't necessarily that can just lead to more disappointment. Yeah. Like I expect to be married by this time. And then when you're not, you feel like a failure when it's just your life yeah. journey and you don't need to have that. It's almost like not within your control, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say basically anything that's externally done is out of your control completely is an expectation that you should not have emotional attachment to. Even if it is like, oh, my husband does the dishes and that's my expectation from him. The difference between having it upset you so much when he doesn't do it and it ruins your relationship or you see that he didn't do the dishwasher and it's like kind of annoying I don't need to be upset like he didn't do it he's a human being hey I I thought that you were going to do the dishwasher like is there something that caused you you just have a conversation about it it's really just about like what emotions and what reaction it it causes definitely I think that was a good a good answer okay is that that all yeah that's all folks (laughs) that's all folks thanks for listening to i don't know our bonus podcast episode hope you guys loved it thanks for all of your support your unwavering undying support we love you guys so much we're obsessed with you i've been seeing a lot of tiktoks recently i think i'm on like the podcast side of tiktok yeah and i see a lot of tiktoks going around and people say like hot girls listen to these podcasts and a lot of times they'll say what we said you know what's really i'm always so excited is when the for you page gives me one that like it'll be like 
top. If best you're a podcast. cool girl, you listen to this podcast and I'm like, oh, cool. My podcast will probably be on there. Why else would it be on my For You page? <laughs> and then it's like literally all of the podcasts besides ours. I'm like, cool. <laughs> Love that. But there are so many of you out there that are queens. I've commented on a lot of your TikToks. So thank you guys so much for listening. Get ready for a new episode on Tuesday. We upload episodes every single Tuesday. And like I said, one bonus episode last Friday of every single month. So make sure to tune in, subscribe to the podcast app. Hey, why don't you leave us a five-star rating and review? And if you're interested. Uh, But we love you guys so much. Happy weekend. And that's That's what what we said. said. Goodbye.